episode number 35. Hi, you're listening to the Careers Beyond Motherhood podcast with your host, Janine Esbrand. I'm here to help working mums like you to thrive in your careers and in motherhood. I share tips, strategies and inspirational conversations with awesome women to help reduce the struggle in your juggle. Hello, hello and welcome to the show. It's great to be back with you today. So as you probably know, I am a lawyer, I'm a coach, I run my coaching business and I'm a mother of two two gorgeous little babies and I just love connecting with people, especially like-minded ladies. So on today's show, I have the pleasure of interviewing Claire LeGrice, who is somebody who also has a portfolio career. She is the talent director of a creative agency in London. She's a mindfulness teacher, a Pilates teacher. She has a degree in positive psychology and coaching. And she is also the mama to an awesome one-year-old. So she is definitely juggling all the balls. And we have an awesome conversation. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Hi Claire, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to interview you today. Could you please tell the audience a bit about you? Uh, so my name is Claire. I, um, as you can probably tell from my accent, I'm not originally from the UK. I was born in New Zealand and moved over here with my husband nearly four years ago. In terms of professional background, I have worked in both the technology and creative um, industries, uh, holding roles in people and communications. Uh, with a bit of Pilates teaching on the side. I love being active and uh, anything that kind of gets you outside, especially in this amazing weather. Um, I have been in applied positive psychology and coaching psychology, uh, and I'm a big fan of meditation and mindfulness. Uh, Currently, I work part-time at uh, an incredible creative agency called Porters, and that is in the role of talent directors, making sure that our people doing their work, that they're learning, they're growing, getting some like, incredible people on board that really want to uh, make a difference in the way that people are shopping for our clients. The other days, uh, at the moment, I have with my son, Ethan, who is one, one a few weeks ago, and prior to having Ethan, I spent the other days finishing off my master's and coaching individuals consulting with a couple of startups awesome (laughs) there's so much in there that I want to speak to you about (laughs) um it's really interesting because a lot of the time when I interview people they they share how their their careers changed after motherhood but it sounds as though you had kind of a portfolio career before and as someone who also has a portfolio career I'd be interested to learn more about how you got to that where you're you know mixing your pilates with doing other things and and doing a day job uh, so it's always a juggle <laughs> and what I find really helps me is what I really value and I've been really lucky uh, throughout my life to have uh, you know a few different people whether it be through sports or work or just friends who have re- really hold you to that and kind of remind you about what's really important and have variety previously I've worked in kind of HR consulting roles and I really enjoyed the variety in that but I felt that I wasn't kind of getting the continuity in terms of working with people consistently uh, and really seeing an organization grow and that's something that I also love so having a a part-time role where I can influence that and and have those kind of long-standing relationships uh, while also having a few of my own projects that 
really kind of, you know, like fire in my belly, really just it's worth the days where you kind of think, I've got too many balls. And <laughs> it's worth it for when you kind of have one of those days where you get to fit in everything that you enjoy. Yeah. I think, I think that's awesome. I think that a, a lot of people take the approach where it's all or nothing. So when I speak to people, they're saying, I'm not enjoying what I'm doing and I want to do something completely different. But sometimes it just takes doing what you've done and saying, actually, I do like doing this, but I would also like doing something else. And those things combined would make me happy. So, so figuring out a way to do, to do that. Um, yeah. So uh, I think, yeah. So if anyone out there who's listening is thinking, I would like quite like to do something else on the side. You can, you can totally do it. <laughs> and I think too, it's often not feasible, whether financially or time-wise, to go. I'm going to make a complete change, uh, and also, will I enjoy it if I'm doing it 40 hours a week, or do I really just enjoy doing it a couple of hours a week if it keeps me in there? Like, I think having those kind of honest, comp- and, and sometimes you need to try it out to figure out what works, but. Um, yeah, being pretty kind of honest with yourself as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so for you, in terms of your role as a, as a talent director, what do you see for um, other people in your in your industry? Are there people within your organisation that, that take a similar approach, that work part-time and do some other things as well? Um, or are, 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 is your experience that people are generally focused on the one thing? I think it's becoming more and more common to have side projects and I think especially in the kind of generation coming through that probably started work in the last five to ten years, that's part of the norm. I don't see them necessarily having, like not having full-time roles, but on top of that they'd be doing stuff in the evenings or the weekends, you know, and a lot of people are starting to have those kind of conversations around, well, can I start a bit earlier and finish earlier to be able to go to this course that I want to do that's not related to my role, but it's really going to fulfill me personally. Yes. Uh, and that's, I find that really positive because I think it's, you, you kind of need to really make sure that you are, you know, you're trying to, well, definitely get to know and represent like the whole person. And I think too, as a parent, I was, I just this morning was at an event where um, the speaker was talking around culture fit and he is also a, a dad of uh, an 11 month old. And he started off the presentation with saying, now, if you, if you notice me drinking some coffee or I say a word wrong, it's because I was up quite a lot last night. <laughs> don't let the smiling face kind of, uh, you know, put you awry. But, you know, he was crying in the middle of the night. And uh, I think sharing those really personal things, obviously not oversharing, but yeah. kind of bringing the human element into work, I think that's happening more and more. And I think people don't work for generally one company their whole lives anymore, so there's not that continuity throughout the career and getting to know someone's family but I still think if you can as we're moving to more of a workforces that are kind of an influx and not and it's not uh, specifically at Porters but in general it's still really important to, to get to know those early personal elements. Yeah and I think it's refreshing when people can kind of share those insights into into what what life looks like. I, I think I sometimes overshare <laughs> so people <laughs> ask me so how, how, how are you doing? I'm like oh last night we were up all night <laughs> and then go into the big story and then have to rein it in. <laughs> yeah I think kind of finding that balance that works for you too. Yeah. Do you want to share or you know, there are moments, as, as and I'm sure dads probably have this moment too, but definitely with mums, and I've had this conversation with, you know, other friends who are mums, you do have moments where 
you actually couldn't share what like how little sleep you've had because it would probably make you want to to cry or you think you're like a waffle. You know, whatever it is that works for you, I think is is really, really important. Yeah, absolutely. So can you tell me a bit about your shift to motherhood and how how that changed things for you in terms of your perspective and also your 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 work? Uh I think um I think I'm, I might have mentioned this to you in another time when we spoke around kind of introducing mums back into the workplace, but the thing I thought about last was kind of all the, the admin side of kind of, well, how is it going to work with drop-offs and pickups and, and, and managing all that kind of thing, which it seems really small, but it's actually the really big stuff that will go, oh, if you know, if you, if you know that you have to get away at a certain time, if you've, if you've kind of planned for it and, and other people know, that's great. Otherwise, you can kind of think, oh, is because I'm going to get everything done. So I think just having, I think for myself, it's been having really clear boundaries and kind of well, like definitely like because I really enjoy what I do. Something like we've got like a, a team kind of exercise going on, and I know I've got to go and pick up Ethan. I'm still going to be like, oh, I just, I just want to be part of this. I'm going to pick up Ethan, and, and I obviously will go and pick him up. I won't just leave him at daycare, but um, it's it's kind of acknowledging that there are going to be those moments where you don't want to go to work because you know your little ones are getting to stay home with them or you know they've just started walking all that kind of thing and there will be moments where there's something really great happening at work whether it's a social thing or like uh, working on something that you're really passionate about where you will have to go hang on actually it'll still be here tomorrow or I'll see them later and I'll come back to it so it's kind of having those boundaries in place and also I find that I'm really in it when I'm whether I'm with Ethan or at work that's mm-hmm. what I'm doing 100 percent I'm not I was kind of thinking oh would I be sitting there thinking I miss him but when you come back to work it's it's a different kind of part of yourself that's really nice to get back I found and uh have so much going on during the day that you you just get on with it and then when you go and pick them up it's like the best thing yeah yeah it's been good for me in terms of just having that reminder to really then giving 100% with what I'm currently doing. Yeah, I think that's really um, great advice as well for people because uh, it can you can feel like you're torn between the two things that you're doing, but yeah. um, ultimately wherever you are physically is where you are. <laughs> so there's no point thinking oh, I wish I was somewhere else, or because you're not. So you might as well give your 100 percent attention to where you are now. Exactly, um, you nailed it. I think one of my favourite uh, kind of quotes around the kind of mindfulness. I guess a bit of a craze, but with, with, with having that as a habit is just to be where your feet are. And mm. a reminder, and I think with parenthood, you, you have to be where your feet are a lot of the time. And so it's really great frame. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know for me, when I went back to work after my, my son, um, I quite liked the fact that I was Janine again and I wasn't just Eli's yeah. mummy <laughs> because people would always come up and say hello, but they wouldn't actually say hello to me. They'd say hello to him first. Oh, he's so cute. How is he? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Hi. Hello. <laughs> and so it was nice to be Janine. I'm like, yes. Yeah. And then when I go home, it's like, oh, I mean, it's mommy again. So, yeah, I think it is lovely to, to really appreciate both sides. And, and like you said, just be in the moment so you can take it all in and you can actually enjoy it instead yeah. of feeling guilty that you're not in the other place. Exactly. One of the things that I ask people is, what advice would you give to someone who's in your shoes? So who, who is in the shoes that you were in before? So now your son's one. So, you're, you, you know, you've kind of adjusted to... To, to motherhood but for the new mum who is just thinking about okay how am I going to make this working mum life work do you have any any thoughts or tips or, or things that you would say to them that you wish someone would have said to you I 
think I was I was really lucky in that like my my mum who was based in New Zealand she happened to be over the first two weeks that I was back at work and so having someone around that will support you in what you're doing that won't question it and, and go is this the right thing to be doing but will go are you okay do you have is there anything else that you need I definitely in hindsight, recommend that people, whether it's a parent or a friend, you just got someone that will check in with you, uh, and also to take it one day at a time because there's only so much you can plan for. And if you, I, I found that if I started thinking too far ahead, it would just get a bit too much. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're like, you know what, I know what's going to happen roughly today, and that's what's within my control. Not if we get the call, if you get the call from daycare nursery to say, hmm, I've got a temperature or they're not well, you know, you, you deal with it when it comes up. Um, and I find that if you think too much about it before it happens, it's just, yeah, you're always thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I think have, have someone around you that, that's really going to check in on how you are and take it one day. That's, that's great advice. Especially if your little one's not sleeping. Yes. <laughs> I know how that is. I have a one-year-old. We're trying to get her to sleep at night, and it's not going so well. At the moment. I, hear you on that one. I feel like I was expecting that when he turned one, there'd be more nights than not that he would sleep through, and he's back to working every two to three hours. So, interesting days. Yeah, she's she's like never she's never slept through. She's just never done it yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when is and, it happening? And I, and that's so common. And I, I know because you hear more often than not around about the kids that sleep through from like. Two months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you think, oh, gosh, I might not be doing something right. But I think I think going back to work, you kind of, you can't think too much about that kind of thing. So you just go get on with it. Yeah. And it's yeah. amazing how, how much your body adjusts. So you, you actually learn how to function with little sleep and you can. <laughs> Whereas before you might have been someone who loved sleep, but you can function. So it's amazing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's what I said to friends who, when they talk about wanting to have, you know, kids in the future, they're like, I really like my sleep. I'm like, you just, you just deal with it. You get used to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So you mentioned earlier about mindfulness and your involvement with that and how you use it. Could you share a little bit about, I guess, a few things that people might not know about mindfulness and how it can be helpful for you, especially as a mum who is juggling all the balls? Yeah, I think it's something that you can pick up at any point in your day. It's not something that, that, I mean, it, the more you practice something like meditation or mindfulness, uh, the kind of easier it is to, to kind of slip into that zone and that practice. But I, I think, especially as a parent with so many things going on, to just remember that there are tools, even if it is just focusing in on your breath, really enjoying a cup of tea, especially if, you know, if you're a, a parent who's returned to work and you were able to have a hot cup of tea. <laughs> it's 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 really just enjoying the the little things because they are the big things I think um and I think it comes in when you are with your children as 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 well as you're like at work or commuting I think just focusing on the breath is a huge one one of Mm -hmm. my favorite things is well I refer to it as box breathing which is when you breathe in for four hold for four exhale for four and then hold for four and you do that a few times and it only takes probably two or three of those to totally change how you're feeling but Mm -hmm. it's not hard yes (laughs) and that's something that I I call on every so often even if it's when you're going to sleep at night and you think oh I didn't fold that washing or I've got to iron that for work tomorrow I've got to make lunches whatever it is 
if you just kind of focus on your breath and because of the counting, it, it means that you're just focusing on the counting. I, I think it's a really simple, simple one to call. Yeah. Yeah, that's that one's great because um, I'm someone who always has a busy mind. And when I was preparing for birth of my daughter, um, yeah. one of my friends, she is a mindfulness uh, practitioner, and yeah. so she was she was saying that just do this when you're when you're going through the contractions, do this. And so yeah, I tried it, and I was like, oh, this is great. So it helped to calm me down and slow my mind, and yeah, focus. So it's really good. And yeah, great. Even yeah, even if you're preparing, it's such a good example of when you could use it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So try it, guys. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I'm a lover of quotes and inspirational phrases, and I, I like to write them down when I when I come across a new one. Um, so is there one that you can share? So either a quote or a mantra or a phrase that 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 um, has impacted you that might impact the audience. I think uh, probably one of my favourite quotes is from Aristotle, and not that I've read anything at length, which is excellence is not an act but a habit oh my gosh I've totally forgotten the quote <laughs> but it's all around how it's, it's it's what you do every day that makes a difference it's not the one-off yes um that's it that's what it is uh we are what we we, we are what we repeatedly do excellence then is an act not a habit and I think it's just that picking it up and and, and just going with it and not feeling like it has to be Anything that you do has to be this amazing thing, but actually if you focus on what you can do every day and just take one day at a time, that's how you'll get to where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The baby steps, the small chunks. Baby. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's one of the things I, I tell people all the time. You need to have your end goal, but then you need to work backwards and chunk it down and say, okay, what one thing can I do today that's going to move me towards that that ultimate end goal instead of it being a big mountain that you just don't want to exactly. climb because it's huge. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds. I mean, I think I think when you, it's, it sounds really simple, but I think when you are not in the habit of doing it or uh, if it's been a while, or, or even having it, um, working as a coach, like it's or I, I've done work also as as the coachee, and having someone to guide you through that, or to go to ask you those questions. Okay, and what will it look like in in six months, in three months, and what can you do tomorrow? You do today uh, because you've got someone that's kind of co- coaching through it. Really, I think that I think that's incredibly valuable, and I think it's sometimes. You're probably more likely to do it as parents. You think, oh, you know, I can just do it myself. But having someone else on your on your side or kind of just helping you through it makes a makes a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. I think accountability is one of the the main things that make the whole coaching uh, relationship just so powerful. Just having that person that you know who's going to ask you the question, um, either one spurs you on to take the action, um, but two gets you to reflect and think and actually approach areas where you wouldn't have actually gone if you were doing it on your own uh, because yes. they pro you know you get that probing probing and asking those difficult questions so yes yeah, so powerful oh it's been so good chatting to you so if people want to learn more about you about portas about your you know portfolio career where would they where would they find you or how could they connect with you uh to find out more about portas and what we do uh they can check out our website or you can send me an email directly, which is my first name, last name, Claire Legrice at portersagency.com. Uh, or to find out more about what I do outside of that, you could look, I have a website at wakeupandbeawesome.co.uk. 
uh, and there's also like a way to contact me through that. Oh, I love that. Read about box briefing and stuff like that if you want. Yeah, so I will put a link to the websites on um, the show notes, and um, yeah, you can send me maybe a link to where people can go to learn more about the the, the breathing exercises. But um, it's been great having you and interviewing you. No, and thank you so much. You for it's been great to talk with you too. Thank you. Oh, it's so interesting to interview Claire and learn about her journey and how she is building a career that she loves and doing a variety of things that she's combining so that she is enjoying the the work that she does and the life that she's living. I love what she said about values at the beginning and the work that she did to identify what was important to her so that she could then build a career and a work life that reflected her values and ultimately led to her being happy in what she does and really enjoying the work that she's doing. So if you are in a place of feeling that you're not enjoying the work that you're doing, it would be great for you to do that work, to think about your values, to think about what's really important to you as a first step to figuring out where you should go next. I would love to hear your insights from this episode and what your key takeaways were. So head over to the Careers Beyond Motherhood community on Facebook. It's our free private Facebook group where we discuss all things careers and motherhood related. So I'd love for you to come and join us and chat to us there. That's all from me today. I will be back again next week and I look forward to speaking to you then.